West, motherfucker. It's a Tarantino movie in the West, so <laughs> this is prob- that's probably a line in it somewhere. Probably. You uh, wouldn't know for sure. I definitely would. Let me put my two cents on it right now. <laughs> Welcome to the review review show or two. Small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm short of the max extreme. I'm JD3K. And we are going to be doing a flash flashback on another Tarantino movie to get us to even wetten the palate even more. Yeah. If your palate's not wet yet. My God, you'll be dripping. Yeah. It's a soaked palate. Of Tarantino goodness. Uh, we are going over to the Hateful Eight. Yes. On this flashback Film episode. that uh, we, uh, me and Dinosaur Neil talked about because it's during a time that uh, <laughs> you were working some weird hours where you couldn't watch it in theaters. Yeah. And me and Dinosaur Neil went and saw it. Yeah, and we talked remember. about it. And then you came back and did news. I don't even remember what my deal was then. But I would remember coming back for this, and you guys were, like, wrapping it up. It was, like, two weeks in a row. I think that was The Revenant we were wrapping. No, like, I... Oh, did yeah. we wrap for The Hateful Eight, too? No, you might have just did it for Revenant. Yeah, I think we did a Revenant wrap. <laughs> Anyways, we watched Revenant during this month, and, uh, yeah, we did The Revenant wrap. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, during our final Frontier month, I final think. Frontier, no, our, our Frontier month. Final Frontier oh, yeah, was yeah, space. Oh, yeah, was the space one. That's right, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. So check out that little, uh... Yeah, check out all those nuggets for Frontier Month and Final Frontier Month, even if you want to. That's right. As well. Uh, so I've yet to actually see this movie, if you couldn't tell from the intro yet. Yeah. I, uh, I've been, it's, it's on my watch list of things to... It's on Netflix. I know. Get off my back about it, would you? I've got a lot of things going on here. Uh, so... You got a son on the way, so... I got a son on the way. I got a daughter that's always begging me to watch something else, some bullshit YouTube stuff. I always want to go to the park, so we go to the park. The park is a good park. Well, that's nice. There's two parks where we live. One is a good park, one is a bad park. Oh, yeah. The one that's kind of like up by your place. That's a bad park. That's a bad park. I went to there the other day. Bad yeah. park. They used to be the good park. It used to be the only park. Yeah. Well, you see, yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it good. <laughs> so by default, it was the it was the good one. It was the good one. Now there's a, a, a more decent one. I mean, it's not like... It's not like a big deal or anything yeah. like that, but it's got yeah. a few slides on it. It's got it doesn't have any monkey bars. I mean, but it's what whatever. I mean, There's it's no monkey bars on it anymore. There's monkey bars there before. On the one by your house, there is. Not oh, down, okay. Not so down monkey down bars the, down there. No, no monkey bars down there. Oh shit. No monkey bars. Sorry, for all the park aficionados. No monkey bars no monkey at the bars. good park. I know. What the fuck. Anyway, I go to the park a lot. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, hatefully. <laughs> Hateful Eight. Uh, JT, have you watched it since this? I think I've, I've seen it one other time before, and it's still good. I do, I still do like the, uh, there's like a mystery whodunit angle in like the first, uh, first hour or so of this mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. And then I do, like, kind of, like, the reveal of what's really going on. Like, they show, like, why things are as fucked up as they are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, it's still, it's a good Tarantino movie. It's it's still kind of cartoonish when they start getting to all, like, the, the murdering of it. Because it's, like, he, he's still in that, like, frame of mind of, like, when you shoot someone, giant billows of blood, <laughs> like, yeah. pile out of your body. Sure. But 
don't know. It, it's still a fun movie. I, I'd probably check it out. And good. I, I can't. I can't even remember what I said in this because I was on vacation. So I just said, "Let's do this for a flashback." <laughs> so I haven't even listened back to this review. Oh, so it's so it's it's a mystery to me. Surprising for everyone. Yeah, I might hate this. <laughs> very good, very good intrigue set up for the beginning yeah, of the show. So so tune in to find out what I thought of uh, <laughs> the hateful eight. Like what three years ago? Uh, yep, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we did pretty early on. Uh, so enjoy the review and uh, stay with us for the remainder of the week where we may be reviewing. Once, Once upon, upon a time, time in Hollywood with a with a guest reviewer mm-hmm. because Troy will not be able to make it probably not. Yeah. Just gonna throw it out there. Probably you're saying probably you keep saying you keep putting in these. I just like to keep you on the probably. hook most, okay. most of the time. I know I'm not gonna be able to see. This. <laughs> I'm gonna fit this in during like in between shifts. I <laughs> uh, I think if uh, I went to go see this movie like after work and I didn't come like home to a very pregnant very in pain yes. wife i would probably be killed in the street okay. by her mostly so uh so come back next week for our review on uh <laughs> once upon a time in hollywood with me and a very dead troy <laughs> troy to the dead extreme yeah for sure i'll be there dead <laughs> Extremely. I'll, just, I'll just weekend at bernie's review it with him <laughs> so enjoy the review uh, coming up right now. Right now? Right now. Right now. Talking about... I almost said it too. Ridiculous. But it's not ridiculous. It's Hateful Eight. That's right. Me and Dinosaur Neil. hey Talking about Hateful, Hateful Eight. Eight. Right not now. Not the Ridiculous Six. No. We did that Hate- last week. Unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, guys. God, it was awful. Did you watch it? Nope. I took your recommendation and didn't watch it. (laughs) Well, you are the smartest man in this room. Thank you. Even though there's two of us. I couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, Actually, I probably... You were tempted. You were looking at it like, oh my God, maybe Adam Sandler got it right this time. No, I didn't think that. I was more in the same lines of you guys as how far could he have gone? Like, what happens in this? And... Apparently no. not enough to warrant the watch, so I yeah. didn't watch it. Unless you are a really big fan of a donkey that can manifest copious amounts of diarrhea at a whim. Well, when you put you're it that way, you're not missing much. When you put it that way, no, I don't know. it's not as cool as you think it is. Ah, shucks. Okay, all right. But yeah, that no, that was last week. This week, we're actually going to be talking about something that we do like, or maybe not like. Who knows? Who knows? But before we get into that, let's go. Let's avoid spoilers, first of all. Gotcha. Some people tuning in want to know, hey, what do these guys think of it? I don't want to hear the whole thing, like the whole movie. I, I haven't seen it yet. I want these guys' opinion of it. What? So we'll you do. What? Let's, let's let those people know. We'll do a spoiler-free review, and then we'll get into the spoilers right after that. Great. So. Neil, what'd you think? I quite liked it. Okay. And dead air. <laughs> no, quite, yes. I uh, very much liked the movie. Um, if uh, you're a Tarantino fan, it's one you're definitely going to like, in my opinion. 
Uh, funny thing, when I was walking out of the theater, like people behind me were saying, like, "Oh, that really wasn't what I expected," or oh, "That was kind of like uh, I didn't, I didn't quite get the part." And I was like, "Have you ever seen a Tarantino movie before?" <laughs> like, you, uh, uh, yeah. I I didn't have any words. There's no words for him. No words. I think I really like this one because, uh, like he. Like, it hits, like, every Tarantino trope, kind of. Like, the first half is, like, all of, like, his super heavy dialogue, like, flicks that, like, people bitch about all the time where, I don't know what you thought of Death Proof, but I kind of like Death Proof. I honestly really like Death Proof. I've only yeah. seen it a couple times. I mean, I've heard people bitch about it, like, all the time, and I can too. see their point because, yeah, it seems like it should be a lot more action than what it is, but if you go into it knowing what it is, I mean, you're going to have a good time. Exactly. And with that, you're watching Planet Terror either right before or right after it anyway. So you get all your action there. You get all your action there. I mean, you're you're good. But yeah, like the first half is very dialogue heavy. And uh, the second half is just balls to the wall. Just amazing. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. Pretty great. I was was kind of like the second half is kind of like turns into like a whodunit kind of. And that's what I like actually quite liked about it. Yeah, like, the like whole it, murder mystery. It kinda, yeah, type it definitely thing. turns into like a murder mystery. Like you're trying to figure out like what's there's like something afoot, and they need to find out who's doing this. They don't even know. You don't even know if like the person investigating might be even behind it. Even never know with one of these. So you yeah, never know. It's really really interesting. It is similar to Reservoir Dogs in that fashion, uh, which is. My personal favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, movie. I think I'd say that was my that's my favorite Tarantino movie of all time. Yeah. so far I would put this uh, up there with them too. I don't I don't know where it's hard to rank Tarantino movies. I know because I, th- I think I'd still like Pulp Fiction over this. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I like Inglorious Bastards over this. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But I don't think I like Django over this. No. I'll, and like, uh, I don't know. Like Django is really, really odd for me. Like for a long time, like I was letting, I was like, I don't know if I was like letting people's opinions like form mine of it. Where I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like Django that much. And then I watched the other day, and I was like, eh, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's just go to say that none of them are as weak as Jackie Brown. Yeah. Can Although, we? Although I don't know, that? I, I. I don't really hate Jackie Brown. Fine. <laughs> Fine, Joel. Dude, Sam Jackson and Jackie Brown is outstanding. Well, Sam Jackson in Jurassic Park is also outstanding. Gotta get the key Hold codes. on to your butts. Gotta get the key codes. <laughs> he's pretty great in everything. And yeah. he's great in The Hateful Eight. Yes, he is. Who like uh, who do you think really stood out in this flick? Uh Holy cow, just about everybody. Like, definitely Sam Jackson. Yeah. Kurt Russell, for sure, because he had the... Uh Never mind, we're good. Something just popped up. But it's fine now. Porn virus, probably. Yep. I was watching a shit ton of porn before I got here, so... Nice. Continue. Good work. Uh, (laughs) Kurt Russell, great, because he had, like, the loudest character. And when I say loud... Not like audibly loud, but he yeah. had what he was wearing, his his like beard, his sideburns, like what he like he was just off the wall. Yeah. Like he was like 
way over the top, and it was amazing. He had like this ridiculous like John Wayne impression when the whole way through it too. <laughs> yeah. Like I just got done watching Bone Tomahawk, and he's nowhere near as ridiculous in that as he is in this. Uh, I want to see Bone Tomahawk. Like. I, well, hey, we might talk about it on here because I think me and Troy decided that's going to be our other movie we're doing for Frontier Month. hey yo! So, we might have already said that because this is in the past, but also in the future of what we just recorded just But earlier. you never know. You may have said The Revenant. Well, we're doing that too. We have to do four movies. Very good. Yeah. Make sure you do that. The Revenant because it's also very good. You have seen but it? that's seen for a... That's for a whole different. That's a whole different thing. That's a different. We're talking about hateful eight. Hateful eight right now. Okay, the person that I thought I really liked the most out of this was like the, uh, but just based off his story arc in general was like that uh, southern, um, like soldier guy. The the general. No, not the general. Like the the guy that they picked up in the. The, the second guy they picked yeah, up. Okay, yeah. the one who's going to be the new sheriff of Red Rock. Yeah. He was really interesting <laughs> because, like, it was really hard to read, like, what his agenda was. Because he was, like, he said he was a sheriff, but he seemed way too out there to be the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Uh, Which just thickens the plot in this whodunit. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, he's just, like, he had, like, these really weird like agendas like he would uh like he's super racist but like he would also kind of like res- like he also kind of had respect for like sam jackson's because he was a soldier in the war yep so like they kind of had like this tit for tat where it's like i fucking hate you but i respect you kind of thing there's a lot of that going on in this movie yeah. we'll get into more I'd, of that like i'd say like this movie had a lot more um like in terms of like if Django was supposed to be like a movie where like it's supposed to be like the black man's revenge against like white slave owners. This is kind of like the it's kind of like the okay, I guess we can stand each other of yeah, the yeah. of the whole cuz it's definitely like people coming together even though they share completely different viewpoints of a certain thing based off of like something that's basically just to survive even beyond that just to like do do what's right exactly precisely i was i that's what i would have agreed to at the like how everything it's more of doing what the it's all about doing what's right yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> although it is pretty fucked up what they do it is pretty messed up and we'll get into that we'll get into that but uh it, uh so like all in all Extremely good movie. Totally yeah. worth a watch if you love Tarantino movies. Yeah. If you like period pieces, like time pieces, like it seems like nice watches, and authentic. If you like watches. If you like watches. <laughs> if you love watches. <laughs> Heck, if you love a good chuckle. If you like if you like letters made out to made out by Abraham Lincoln. If you love letters to Abraham Lincoln, yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Definitely for you. Definitely a word of warning though, the first half of it is pretty slow moving. In terms yeah, of action. As you, yeah, if you're familiar with Tarantino's work, he does get talky in certain points of his movies. Yeah. And when I say certain points, I'm literally talking about maybe more than half of the movie. Yeah. But it's all worth it. It yeah. all becomes comes around. Yeah. It almost kind of made me want to watch it again because even in those those like those moments where they're just kind of talking, like you can see like moments where like certain characters are like scanning the room and like seeing something that's off and then they have a scene later in the movie where they kind of go back and show you how all this stuff happened. 
Yeah. Where it's like, oh, so that's why that was there. Exactly. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Agreed. But, yeah. So, go see it. Anyone who hasn't seen it. Anyone who has seen it, stick around because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. We're going to spoil it from A to Z. A to Z. All right. Well, we'll give everyone a chance to, uh, you know, turn it off yep. if they haven't... Uh, seen this part yet and this is seen the movie this us talking right now is this portion of you we're just waiting you, yeah we're waiting for hey, you dumb dumb come on why don't you get out hey get up hey i see you hey i stop sitting in your chair and being all like you know i'm just gonna let him ruin it for me i don't i don't need to see it you, no go no. see it yeah, go see it go see it why do you like turn us off for you man turn it off go away turn the fucking thing off i'm getting pissed off right now hey all right Hold me back, Neil. I'm I'm a, I've been, back. I have been holding you back. This son of a bitch is just staring oh. at this audio oh, device, man. being all like, fuck this. I'm he's, gonna, he's ready for an effort. I'm hey, turning my, I'm he wants my to sweater spoil off. For, if he, if he wants to spoil it for you. Want, you want to spoil it for you? We'll spoil it I'll for spoil it for you, asshole. We'll <laughs> Keep sitting. Keep I'll spoil <laughs> the shit out of it for you. I don't even care anymore. We're not even. Not even caring. All right. Let's do it. Fuck this Let's guy. Let's spoil this movie. Fuck this guy over here that's like sitting, just listening to us. What a dickhead. Doesn't even care about if we spoil it or not. He's like, oh, I'm just here for, I'm just here for Troy with <laughs> Max Extreme's news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get up. Oh, Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. So anyways, so, <laughs> Hateful Eight, Um, I will, wow, where do we start? Okay, it kind of we'll kind of start from how it begins. Like, it's overall like plot of the movie. I guess like it's Kurt Russell is a bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, he's on a wagon trail, essentially moving to Red Rock, where he's trying yeah. to cash in his bounties. Oh yeah, and his bounty is Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, who is also a really good character in this. Oh whole god, movie. I will say. I don't justify a lot of violence against women, but she's Holy barely shit. a woman in this no, movie. No, she <laughs> deserves just about anything. Everything, everything that comes she's to given her. in this movie, she okay. She gets the shit beat out of her. I mean, we're doing spoilers, so anyone who's seen this, she's destru- gets fucking annihilated in this movie. Yes, and every time someone punches her, I'm not like, "Hey, come on, man!" I'm always like, "Good." I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's terrible. She's yeah. absolutely like despicable. But she's, she's also funny in that yeah. she's handcuffed to Kurt Russell's character because yeah. he's not letting her out of her sight. Yeah. Because he is known as like the hangman or something yeah. like that. He so instead make, when, he always makes sure that his bounties hang. He always makes sure his bounties hang. And uh when they're on this wagon trail, uh on their way to Red Rock, they run into uh, Sam Jackson's character, who has three yeah. dead bodies piled up or whatever, yeah. and he's like, ah, I want to hitch a ride with you guys. And what Sam Jackson does is he kills his bounties to get yeah. the money, whereas... Well, that's how it's usually done. They, yeah. usually, they say it's how it's usually done. You just just do it and forget about it. Exactly. You just have to haul these dead bodies and to worry yeah. about someone escaping. Yep, precisely. But Kurt, Kurt Russell ain't having none of that. Yeah. I, I love, the, I love their line when they're in the wagon when, like... Uh, Kurt, like uh, somebody like like Kurt Russell said something like, 
nobody said this job was supposed to be easy. And then, like, Sam Jack's like, well, nobody said it was supposed to be that hard no. either. That comes back and they say it, like, multiple times. <laughs> nobody said it had to be that all. <laughs> it's pretty great. Kurt Russell's character, his, like, debut was hilarious, in my opinion. And first off, I laughed a lot more than, like, the rest of my theater was. Like, I felt, like, bad laughing at some of the stuff I did. But anyway... Sam Jackson comes up to his carriage or whatever, and all you see is this giant long pistol stick out of the carriage window, which is like another part of his character that's extremely loud, in my opinion. Like I love, yeah, Kurt Russell is so over the top in this. Yeah. It's amazing. He's got like this giant fur coat on, and it's not like, it it looks like a woman's fur coat. It, yeah. It's hilarious. And like a mustache where the handlebars have handlebars. Exactly. It's the so biggest big. handlebar mustache oh, amazing. ever. It's amazing. But then they also run into uh, the other guy we talked about, I think played by Walton Goggins. Yes. And uh, Sheriff Chris Mannix. Mannix. Yes, that's right. Like he was like some part of like some family too, right? They talked about like this family kind of basically like this family kind of like raised like an army after the civil war kind of like they're like rebels against like the union after they lost the civil war. Like they're still trying to fight the war even though it's over. Yeah. They're like, I, they're like the rough riders or something weird like that. Yeah. Something like that. Where, yeah, he's just like a gang still kind of doing the South stuff from the civil war. But even, even beyond, even in that, with that fact, he's still, apparently going to be the sheriff of red rock yeah yeah they're uh, so when they when they're introduced to him he claims there's like he's going to be the sheriff of red rock and over all of this like they're all piling in this wagon one by one because there's a giant blizzard approaching so they're trying to just get there as fast as possible so like they let sam jackson on the carriage and then they get to uh, Mannix, and then they let him on the carriage yeah. after they do, like, some talking and whatnot, which is all, you know, this is part of the movie that's literally all talk. Oh, it's, God, it's, yeah. It's, it's I was surprised how long they spent in that carriage, too. A long it's time. It's a long, it's, it's like almost 45 minutes they spent yeah. on that carriage. It's it's pretty crazy. It's And the whole movie is literally like a two-scene movie. Yeah. They are in the carriage, and they're in a cabin. Yep, they're that in. That is it. Yep. Oh, what's it called? Something haberdashery. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, minis. Minis, yep, minis haberdashery. Minis haberdashery is the place they have to stop because the storm gets too yeah. bad. It's Yeah, it's pretty much like a place. It's like a, a rest stop for carriages. Like, exactly. And like right before you get to Red Rock, like they have like coffee and soup and shit there. All that shit. Yeah. Yep, so when uh, Sam Jackson, Kurt Russell... Uh, and Walter Goggins and Jennifer Jason Lee's character all in the carriage. Oh, and JB. JB's driving yep. the carriage. Good old JB. Good old JB, who is probably one of my favorite character relief, like comic relief in this he whole really movie. He does anything. He doesn't do anything, but like he always gets the shit end of the he stick, does. and it's amazing. He gets the worst jobs, and he bitches <laughs> to himself every time. Yeah, exactly. So they're all on this, like, they're on the trail, and then they get to... Uh, Minnie's haberdashery, and when yep. they get there, they're greeted by this Senor Bob. Senor Bob, probably like the most racist, yeah, like de- depiction of a Mexican <laughs> I've ever seen. He's even like fucking like that that 
when the scene where he has to like nail the door shut, he's like yelling fucking like open door. Ah, like he's like that. Can okay. you be more fucking? Yeah. But <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay, so that brings me to probably the funniest thing, like for the longest running joke in the entire movie. So. When they get to the the cabin, they open the door and they keep hitting it in, and you can just hear yelling from the inside. They're Everyone's, just like, "You gotta hit it hard! Yeah. Hit it hard!" Yeah. And no, you gotta nail it. Yeah. It's so, bro. So they kick the door in, pretty much, and then like it's gusting wind yeah. inside, and then everyone's just like, <laughs> like "Shut the door! Shut the door! Shut you gotta nail! You gotta nail it! Shut!" The nails in there. And then they like nail a board, and then it breaks open again. Like, no, you gotta have two. You gotta nail two in. All of this while they're just yelling. Everyone in the room is just yelling at him. Like, whoever's doing it, it's like swearing to themselves. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, damn it. Put it. Put it too, boy. <laughs> it's pretty great. And that yeah. happens probably five it's or like, six yeah, times in the whole movie. It's at least three or four times. And every time and it's always shut the damn yeah. door. And bu- and all of every time is just no, as long. The latch as the is broke. Like, yeah, yeah, they literally show them. <laughs> The whole thing. Them yeah. even nailing two pieces even, of yeah. wood in to keep this door Even though you know, you, you get the idea. They yeah. keep it just as long yep. the last time it happens. And it doesn't get any less funny. <laughs> it only gets more funny. Oh, my God. I was losing my shit every time that happened. <laughs> like, I was like, any, like, even when they were, like, in the cabin, I was like, there's still two more people outside. They're going to do this shit again, aren't they? Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> sure enough. Of course. Sure enough, that's what <laughs> happened. When JB and those uh, and Senor Bob put the horses away, they do the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got the two pieces of wood. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, and then uh, uh, yeah, a lot of lot of talking after that, like a lot of like uh, character development and shit. I was a really big fan. The one thing I like the most about Samuel, like Sam Jackson, in this is like he has like this like quality about him where like he's like takes pride in like getting people to like bring their defenses down and then like almost like getting them to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Cause uh the ongoing thing in this, uh, with that there being like he claims that he has his letter written to him by Abraham Lincoln and uh it's part of the reason why he gets picked up in the first place is that the Kurt Russell met him like a, a couple months ago and he taught, told him about this letter and actually let him read it and the reason he picked him up again was so they could read the letter again yep and then Kurt when Russell they get loves the letter oh yeah i love it like he fucking he's like reading it and he's like all like teary-eyed and he's like oh, mary todd's calling the bed mary <laughs> <laughs> like he's so fucking weepy eyed over this shit and then when you find and then it's done so matter of fact that they're like eating stew and then like the guy's like and then like the fucking like southern uh soldier guy's like so uh warren that letter that's that's bullshit right oh hell yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) and then like kurt russell just looks like he fucking just kicked a baby oh my god (laughs) kurt russell's been never been more pissed in his whole life Once he finds out that it letter was, was fake. I just love how it was revealed because it was done so matter-of-factly. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, a big, like, big dramatic scene where it's like, of course it's fake. And, like, da 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 Nope. It's just like, oh, yeah, that shit's fake. That shit's fake. <laughs> so, all of this is, like, as we were saying, it's essentially a big murder mystery because... And yeah. all of this stuff is, like, every character... Well, well, before, before we get into that, like, yeah. why I was bringing up, like, how... Uh, 
like like Sam Jackson like this quality about how he likes like making people like do what he wants. Yeah. That whole scene when um he's telling that one general about how he like tortured his son. <laughs> like there's no way that story's true. No way. And but, that's the thing about Sam Jackson. And it's so character. good because yeah, cuz he like he like just revels in the fact that like he doesn't even have to tell you if it's true or not. He just he knows what to tell you to be like Fuck this guy, or yeah. oh my god, I love this guy. It, yeah, you you literally you could he could have been lying the whole time. Yeah, but you don't know that for sure because yeah. at first you think like he's the only honest person in the whole movie. Yeah, and then that you well, finally he's like the biggest liar. He's the biggest liar <laughs> in the whole movie too. Because like yeah, because you could tell like the minute he meets that general guy, he's like I'm gonna fucking kill this motherfucker. Yeah, he totally because he's is. like the like the roughest like oldest like meanest most racist guy there yep and he's just like just so fucking like mean about everything like the war and everything so like yeah sam jackson's just like just takes his pistol out puts it right next to his fucking chair and then just starts telling this elaborate story about how he met his son and made him strip naked and walk through this fucking walk through the snow and then when he begged for and then when he begged for relief he told him to give him a blanket <laughs> If he sucked his dick. And he did. <laughs> Not to mention all of this is shown. Everything yeah, like this. They he's, do, yeah, he's they telling show this, this story. And he's like, I'll walk that guy through the snow butt ass naked. Yeah. And I made he asked for a blanket I'll and I <laughs> said, I'll give you a blanket if, if you, you suck, suck my Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. And he calls it his Dingus is Johnson. Yeah. He has so many slang names like that big black dingus running down his throat. <laughs> it was so great. Because, yeah. And, and it's he's like, so you know good. what I didn't? I didn't even give him that blanket. Yeah. Like, it's so good. He just knew exactly what to say to set him off to where he actually reached for the pistol. And then he knew he was, he was, gonna, he was a way sharper draw than him and then just fucking gunned him down. Yep. And no one could do anything because it was self-defense. Wasted like, his ass. Oh man, <clears throat> like that was like a that was like a a perfect like Tarantino scene where it's just like it plays out very very slow. Like you can kind of see where it's going, but it plays out very slow and like very methodical. Where you're like, fucking try and shoot him already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends abruptly. Yeah. By Steve Jackson blowing him away. It's so good. Have you ever seen uh, the movie Four Rooms? No, I, I have not seen that one. Well, it, like a Tarantino, like it's all, the whole movie is like basically uh, four directors, like direct, like four like miniature stories that all take place in the same hotel, but they take place in four different rooms and nice. Tarantino directs like the last scene and the last scene is all about, it's like just pretty much just bullshit of just these guys, like these guys partying and it ends with like one of them like betting another guy that he could, that he couldn't cut his own finger off. And it all builds up to that scene. Like, the whole scene just builds up to the guy finally cutting his finger off. But it's done so slowly and so methodically where you're like, I want to see this motherfucker cut his finger <laughs> off, like, right now. <laughs> but it's so good. That's what Tarantino's Like, that's kind of what it reminded me. That, like, that's what kind of what this scene reminded me of where it's like, you know where it's going. Just fucking do it already. But it, they know, they know like, the best way to just draw the suspense where you're just like, oh, I want to see him fucking shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and say that in this whole... I'm going to get into more of the characters that are in Minnie's Haberdashery here in just a second. Oh, go for it. But Kurt Russell's character 
is literally the only one that isn't like trying to get the dupe on somebody. He just wants to see this girl yeah. hang. He's just there to do his job. Exactly. He's like, I'm fucking stuck here with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say. Well, he, him and Sam Jackson kind of have this understanding where it's yeah. like, yeah, where it's like I'll because he has like a a bounty that's like worth like the bodies that Sam Jackson has together are worth eight thousand. And this one chick is worth ten thousand. Yeah. So he's like, I'll protect your eight if you protect my ten. So that's they kind of like this, like they have that understanding. They have this like partnership on. together. It's true. So once they inside this cabin that they all end up arriving at, like there's the four people in the carriage and the carriage driver, and then inside Minnie's haberdashery, you find Senior Bob, yeah, who's out, who greets them outside, yeah. and then inside is the old general that we got who got blown away by Sam Jackson, yeah. And then there is um, Super British Tim Roth. Super British Tim Roth, <laughs> which I'm glad they used Tim Roth because it, they could have easily used Christoph Waltz. There. That's yeah. I, the whole time he was doing that character, I was seeing Christoph Waltz. And I, I for some reason, I'm super glad they used Tim Roth over I know, Christoph Waltz. I love Waltz. Tim Roth. He's great, and yeah. he's like one of the original Tarantino guys. Yeah. You know, it's, I know. it's it was nice. I, like to I always kind of want to see Tim Roth in more stuff. Exactly. Like I was happy Michael Madsen was in this. Yeah, Michael Madsen is like the perfect character for Michael Madsen, like a yeah. gruff cowboy just, wrangler. Yeah, just fucking just hunches over in the back, doesn't even say anything. Like you're almost too scared to even say anything to him because you don't even know what he's gonna do. Yep. And that's who Kurt Russell is mostly concerned about once he arrives because he doesn't. He's unsure of about that guy, Michael Madsen's character in the corner, because he doesn't say anything and all that stuff. Uh, was there one other guy in there or not? Am I missing um, somebody? I don't think I am. I'm trying to think. Um. No, I think that's all of them. It's all that you see it in the beginning. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. So that's all that that happens there. And there's just a lot of chit chat going mm-hmm. around around through the building. And this is where people all start getting like suspicious of each other, for the most part. That's it's just great. Some great yeah. dialogue and storytelling. And the action there. really starts to pick up right when uh, someone poison poisons the coffee. <laughs> which yep jesus christ oh yeah so the- you can't just poison somebody in tarantino we have to like give them something that makes them violently vomit blood oh, yeah, just so much blood being puked up god it's wonderful yeah so like there's a lot of emphasis on this coffee pot like they all love drinking coffee and someone ends yeah. up poisoning coffee and at that point it's hilarious because it goes into the only like speech that tarantino has as like a narrator yeah it goes into like, and as like they were sitting there, uh, like just for Jason Lee's character looks over and just smiles because she saw someone had poisoned the coffee. Like he gets yeah. kind of like all sinister about yeah, it's it. It's done so, stuff. yeah, it's done so like 1920s, like who done it? Yeah. It's like, uh oh, someone has poisoned the coffee. Poisoned the coffee. So <laughs> the coffee's been poisoned, and Kurt Russell. Of course, he has some. And Kurt Russell and old... And old JB. Oh, poor JB. Poor JB has some, too. And they both just start vomiting blood yeah. so hardcore. God. Even in uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's face. like Yeah. <laughs> as if she doesn't look awful enough as it is. Yeah, she looks like she has all of her teeth she, knocked out because yeah. I think she's been elbowed in the face. 
Well, no, like, Kurt Russell starts beating the shit out of her because he realized that she like helped poison him. So he starts beating the piss out of her. That's right. Like punching her in the face a whole bunch of times when she like she loses a bunch of teeth, spitting up teeth and stuff. And then she like grabs his gun and just like fucking just unloads on yep, him. Yep, just shoots him a ton. And then she's chained to his dead body, which is hilarious. So she can't like move. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, like the the last thing Kurt Russell did before he found out he was poisoned was that he handcuffed himself to her. Yep. To where she was just like, nah! like she was like fucking fighting it so much. Yeah. And then uh yeah, so then they it kinda turns into like a whole like detective thing that's kind of led by Sam Jackson where he's kind of like yep. interrogating everybody. Yeah, he totally like puts them all up against the wall and or the, whatever. Yeah, and the first one to go is old senior Bob. I'm off of the most racist thing ever where that <laughs> yep. Minnie was like, because uh, Senor Bob claimed that he was put in charge by Minnie to take care of the place while she was gone. Yep. But Sam Jackson knew that Minnie hated Mexicans. She even had a sign yeah, she had in a- her place that said, no Mexicans and no dogs. Yeah. And they're like, why'd they take down the sign? Because they allowed dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so racist. Uh, oh, it's so also... Good. Since we're spoiling it for you, you probably know, but there's also tons of N words. Lots of N words. Lots of N words. Not as much as Django, I think. No, like, I don't think as much. I don't as think Django. it felt as weird in this one as it did in Django. Like no. there was a time in Django where, it, like, I felt kind of like, oh, they're kind of overdoing it. But here yeah. it was kind of like everyone who kind of used it was. It was kind of like their mentality. Yeah, yeah. Like the one, like the Walton Goggins, like he said it. He said it a couple times just because, like, he's a fucking like a Confederate. Yeah, like pretty much freedom fighter, yeah. and then the old general and the old general used it a too. whole bunch, and yep. I think, uh, and then everyone else used it like once, only. yeah, once or twice. I don't, Kurt, I don't think Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell said it once in the very beginning. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I think he kind of used it as like a means of like saying that other people say it. Yeah, pretty much. So like, it's like, yeah, like anyone really who like really overuses it, it's kind of in their character, exactly. so it didn't really feel so weird. Yeah, well. Back to Senior Bob and his unfortunate mess. So, God. like, it ends up, like, he turns around and he's like, oh, you think I pours the coffee or whatever? Oh, Senior, go. Yeah. Like, fuck, God, he's so racistly <laughs> portrayed in this. Like, is the guy that plays him even Mexican? Uh, The guy who plays him is, might be Mexican. I can't even pronounce his name. Damien Bircher. Bircher. That doesn't sound Mexican at all. No, it doesn't. Like, he's just like, oh, you cabron. Uh, like, just fucking, just, like, using any kind of, oh, okay, yeah, he kind of, yeah, I can see that. He then. might be, I, I don't think know. he is. He could be. But, oh, my God, it's so over the top. Yep. Well, he gets his head blown off, like, yeah. big time. Like, double. With two bullets. Two bullets, like. He's lying on the ground because he's got, like, shot, like, a bunch of times in the yeah. back or something like that. And he's, like, on the ground, and Sam Jackson stands over him and shoots him twice in the head with two guns, like, at the same time. Yeah. And his head literally explodes. It explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Which was definitely over the top, but they do kind of, like, do it. They use it for, like, a purpose as kind of, like, a negotiating tactic in the end. Yes. Because, like, well, like, in the end, when, like, everything's kind of revealed they do try and like play it off for like oh well you can like use him as a bounty because there's bounty there's a bounty on him and it's like well you can't because his fucking head's gone yeah. face completely missing yeah so gone so 
now that Sam Jackson has him taken care of, he's got like Tim Roth character, Michael Madsen, and like somebody else up against the wall. I think that's just it. Or maybe it. it would just be them yeah, two at this moment. Yeah. So it's the Tim other Roth guy, and Michael Madsen, he's still wondering who poisoned the damn coffee. Yeah. And it ends up Michael Madsen turns around and he's like, ah, poison the damn coffee. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Sam <laughs> Jackson gets shot in the nuts through yeah. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just. Nuts just totally destroyed. Yep. And then uh, I think um, Walton Goggins. Well, like, Walton Goggins is on his side here at this point because. Yeah. Like, Sam Jackson knows that he's on the up and up because he almost drank it right when Kurt Russell and uh, JB start vomiting blood violently. Yep. So he knows that he's that he's not behind this. So they're, they're kind of working together to interrogate these guys. And then, yeah, Sam Jackson shot in the nuts from underneath the floorboards. And then I think Walt Go- Walton Goggins is shot in the leg. Yep. Like there's like this big shootout where I think the only one that wasn't really hurt at all was uh Michael Madsen. Yeah. I think you're right. And then from there they do like a flashback to kind of show where like pretty much everyone except for the old general I think was in on it that was yeah. at the cabin. Yep. So it yeah, at that point it kind of it it does do a flashback so it's like later earlier that day. Yeah. And it just shows like what who Michael Madsen character is and Tim Roth. And they're all part of this Dahmer goo gang or whatever it is. They're all like, they're all part of this gang that arrived at the cabin beforehand because they knew that Jennifer Jason Lee's character was going to be there and they were going to get her back. Yeah. They, well, they, yeah, they knew she was coming. She was going to Red Rock to be hung. And they knew that the stage host was probably going to take a stop there because that's like the last stop before Red Rock. Yep. But they didn't know that Sam Jackson and Walton Goggins were going to show up with them. Yep. So they had to like kind of like formulate a plan around that while uh, trying to figure out how to free her. So that's why it took them so long. Yeah. And uh, the the guy underneath the floorboards was uh, that uh, Daisy Domergu's brother who ends up being Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Tatum. That's Which wonderful. I didn't hate him in this. No, he I was liked so great. It. Yeah, I liked him. He didn't have a huge role. Yeah, because he ended up, <laughs> he ended up getting his head blown off, <laughs> like most people yeah. in this movie. I think everyone who's shot in this like bleeds on Jennifer Jason Lee somewhat. Yeah, yep. Everyone's oh, yeah. blood just flies onto her. And I think his death was the one of the funniest ones because like yeah. he shot up through the floorboards. There's like a hidden crawl space. Yeah. And like everyone's like, All right, you gotta like throw your guns up and you can cut like stick come on, put your head up here. And he like throws his guns up, he sticks up, and it's Channing Tatum, and you're just like, That's amazing. Yeah. And then he like um uh, his sister is still alive and like they were just about to kill her if he didn't come up. So he comes up and he's like talking to him and he just turns around and gives the biggest, like longest smile to yeah. like his sister. He's like, I finally got you. I found you. And yeah. then they get his, they yeah. shoot they just his head off. Annihilate him. Yeah. <laughs> and then his like blood yeah. and brains go all over. Well, like, yeah. His, from his that face. point on, like uh, from the point when they uh, start like actually like, pretty much just annihilating this gang <laughs> like it, i really liked it because um they uh like they're definitely they know they're fucked like yeah. both of them know they're fucked like, oh yeah they're stuck in this cabin for like two or three days for sure 
Like no one's going to come and get them, and there's no way they're going to like live to the point where they're not. They haven't bled to death because, yeah. fucking, yeah. Like even uh, Walton Goggins with his fucking leg, like his leg is bleeding awfully. It like, looks awful. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. Like he's using he's using a like a, a chair as a walker to get around. Yep. Even though there's there's blood every like there's just blood coming off his leg. And Sam Jackson's nuts shot off, and he's yeah. bleeding. And he's pretty just laying. He's too. like laying in a bed. Like yep. it's like these two very debilitated guys, like trying to, like uh, establish martial law in this cabin, of like every everyone else is almost kind of like, like able bodied. It's just that yeah, those two have guns and they don't exactly yeah. <laughs> like it was like planned out ahead of time by. Uh, and this is probably really hard to follow if you're just listening to this. Yeah. But you have to see it. It's literally laid out just like this. It's You got to like watch carefully. But like, uh, uh, shit, what's his? Um, Kurt Russell's character ends up taking, is suspicious like right away and takes like everyone's guns pretty much right away. Yeah. So only Sam Jackson has guns anymore because yeah. he trusts him. Yeah. So that's why they would have guns at the end. And uh, that kind of also comes around that like Sam Jackson still and Walter Goggins character are still like, you know what? We've got Daisy Domergue uh, and like uh, Kurt Russell. He was going to take her to get her hanged. Well, let's see her get hanged. Yeah. And they like she's like all injured and stuff. And they end up just like both way injured. Take the time and all the energy to hang her anyway. Yeah. And they do. Like, like at the very end, when uh, yeah, pretty much everyone else has been completely wasted away. Like, I think Tim Roth got like shot earlier and was like already just dying in the corner. And then yep. I think Michael, there's like a gun underneath the table that Michael Madsen reached for, and they got him before. Yep. And then um, there's a really like awesome scene when they're like uh, they're trying to figure out what to do with her, and like Walton Goggins getting gets on this like uh, huge uh like a uh, monologue about something. I can't remember what it was. And then I don't know where he's just like, Oh, I lost a lot of blood and just passes out. And <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that it was like an awesome, like, 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 I don't know where that is awesome, suspenseful scene where Sam Jackson's out of bullets. Walton Goggins is passed out. And like Daisy Domergue's got this fucking like hatchet. And is like hacking away at fucking, um, uh, Kurt Russell's, Kurt Russell's arm, arm <laughs> cuts his arm off and starts claw crawling over to get a gun. And, like, Sam Jackson can't do anything because he's stuck in bed. Yep. Like, it was, like, out of nowhere. Like, fucking, like, they had the upper hand the whole time. And then because of one incident, they're just like, oh, shit, they're fucked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I thought it was going to be yeah. over from there. I was like, holy shit, what's going to happen? Sam Jackson yeah. is, like, useless. He's just lying in bed out of bullets. He can't go anywhere because his nuts are shot off. Yeah. Walter Goggins pass out on the floor from blood loss. And Daisy Domergue's about to like get a gun or whatever. Yeah. So you're oh, like, it's so good. damn it, this is how yeah. it's gonna end. And then he comes to Psych. like, yep, come to, come, yep, comes to like right before she grabs a gun. Yep. And like puts a few in her. And then that's when they decide that they're gonna fulfill the dying wishes of uh Kurt Russell. What the fuck was Kurt Russell's character's Kurt Russell's name in that? Character's name. It was something cool too. Oh yeah, it was. It was like John something. John Ruth. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. John when John Ruth the hangman when gets John you. John Ruth the hangman gets you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so then they they decide that their last their last 
their last act on this earth is to fulfill the the wishes of uh the hangman John, John Ruth, Ruth. <laughs> and uh hang her in the fucking cabin. Yep. And then and they totally and do it's, it. Yeah. The hanger, and it's, it it lasts for a while. Like you watch her it, hang. Yep. It lasts and about die. as long as a real hanging wood, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it lasts for a while. Yeah. So once she's like all hanged out and dead, yeah. like they just start palling around by the bed because they know yeah. they're like they're we like, got, we're trapped yeah. for like three more days. There's like we're bleeding to death. They're and pretty they're much like, yeah, they know they're pretty much they're like near death. And then the um, Walton Goggins asked to read the letter. Yeah. He's and then like, they I like, don't you, care if it's fake. Yeah. I want to read that yeah. letter. And he has the same reaction at the end as <laughs> Kurt Russell does. Like, he's just like, hey, Mary Todd, eh? That's a nice touch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but I, li- I like that Mary scene Todd because it was thing. like they, like, through, like even like the very beginning when they when they meet each other, they fucking hate each other. Like, yeah. They. Are just like trying to find different ways, just like throw spurs at each other when they're like talking. They're gonna kill each other before that even happens. Yeah, even when because uh, like the scene when they first get to the cabin and uh, like Walton Goggins like meets up with the old general guy, like he fucking loves him. Like he's like palling around with him, like oh my god, you're a legend, and they're like having this (laughs) talk and stuff like that. Yeah, and like Sam Jackson's just like the whole time he's doing that, he's like plotting ways to kill this general without being hung. (laughs) <laughs> so it's so like true. they have every reason to hate each other but this one this this like one instance where like they're the only people that can lead to this woman actually getting what she deserved like yep. it kind of brought them together and they even like it's like they're like the closest people in their lives they're like a, they're dying together oh, like yeah. how can you get more close than that you can't i don't think so anyway yeah but. and it was i i really like like I really like the ending to this movie a lot. Yeah. Just the ending was based great. off of that, yeah. Good like character development all the way through, and like yeah. it all kind of made sense on how it ended. Yeah. And it wasn't like a depress. It wasn't like a Reservoir Dogs ending where everyone just dies. They well, everyone just- does die. Exactly. They all just <laughs> they all just die because they all shoot each other. Yeah. Like it. And even though you know they're gonna die at the end from blood loss, like they don't show that or anything, but yeah. you're like, it's kind of like a happy ending almost. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I don't know. Tarantino always he seems to like have like this ongoing theme throughout, like especially like his later movies where he's like, it's always like honor among like honor above like death and stuff. Yeah. Like they're always there's always like characters that are just like they go into situations where they know they're going to die, but it's like. They need to do it for themselves, kind of. Like, Inglorious Bastards does that, where it's like, they just go into this theater, and like, even though they know it's going to blow up, they just keep fucking firing. Yep. And all these Nazis, because it's like, fuck this shit, yeah. yeah. Who, when, when else am I going to be able to shoot Hitler in the face? I'm going to stay here till he's... And then, like, stay here and just, like, turn his fucking face into coleslaw. <laughs> oh, so great. Django, same thing, yeah. pretty much. Against all odds, he comes yeah. in and, like, just... Kills the guys and saves his yeah. his wife. Or yeah, or like uh, even the like the uh, bounty hunter. Uh, fuck the Christoph Waltz. Like the whole movie, he's just driven crazy by all the slavery stuff. Where it's like he can't take it anymore, and he knows that once he fucking kills Decap, like uh, fucking that um, fuck what's his name in it. I don't recall. I don't remember. What like the name. Calvin Candy, yeah. Yep, yep. Once he knows that he kills him, that he's dead. But he's like, I, I can't leave here. 
knowing this guy's still alive. <laughs> I need to do something. Yeah. Like Tarantino's been like it seems like an ongoing thing in like all of his movies where it's just like people yeah, don't kill care. Kill Bill's the same. <laughs> yeah, like people don't care if they die or not. They just they need to carry out do this the right thing. Yeah, they carry it, do it right by themselves, kind of yep. in that sense. Yeah. Like, and this definitely stays that same theme. Agreed. So yeah, all in all, I I really enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it too. Um, if you had to ra- if you had to rank it among like Tarantino movies. Would you say top three? Uh, I don't know if I'd say top three. I don't think I would either. Because I was, I was listing them out the other day. I was like, so I'd probably do like, I don't know, Glorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, like up and down. And I, I listed like six. And then uh, my wife goes, "Did you? what about Kill Bill? And I was like, ah, damn it. I forgot all about those. Yeah. So I had to throw my list out the window. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's it's hard, but uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's definitely up there, though. Yeah. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. As did I. Hateful Eight. I give it a yep. uh, best movie ever okay. award. <laughs> I guess. All right. You just talked about how there's all these things that are better than it, but okay. Best movie ever. I don't know. Just go <laughs> see it. It's really good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It, I. Uh, Definitely a fuck ton better than Ridiculous 6. Jesus. It was so bad. Don't even try to look, watch it. I won't. Good. Very but, good. But should I? No. Don't. Okay, I won't. Don't! I bet you this guy over here will, the one who's sitting wanting this whole thing spoiled for him, he sat there. I bet he did too, that asshole. asshole. I bet he. Wa- I bet he watched Ridiculous 6 and was like, I'm just going to sit around and... I'm just gonna listen. I don't. I don't need to watch Hateful Eight. I'm pretty sure I got the whole synopsis off Ridiculous Six. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Is there listen donkey to their review. shit in this one? Yeah. Is there the donkey shit in in Hateful Eight? I don't. I don't want to watch. There's no donkey shitting. What an asshole. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy indeed. All right. Hateful Eight. Watch it. It's yeah. real good. It's real good. Treat yourself. <laughs> yes. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to join us on social media, do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter. If you happen to be a Facebooker, do that uh, at Review Review Pod on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at our host site at ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. But you don't have to listen to just there. We are also on a multitude of platforms such as Google Podcasts, Alexa Devices, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be an Apple user, rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in, do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening again. We'll see you next time. And we're off.